officially doing a podcast. Right on. Okay. So, uh, got new stuff for the podcast. Tried to set it up. It didn't work. So, just me and and Pat and a fucking iPhone today. Um, so, thank you for doing this, man. Appreciate you. Thank I, you for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. Welcome, welcome aboard to the most untechnological podcast thus far. I got fucking $600 worth of stuff on the floor next to us. Um, so, Pat Hurley, you are my brother, my actual brother, from the same mother. Um, and I, it was just your birthday, but I actually don't know how old you are. 25. 25? Quarter century. Dog. I thought it was like 26. I'm like, is he four years younger than me? Is he five years younger than me? And then I was thinking, too, like, I don't know how old Tim is. I don't either. I just saw uh, Uncle Paul the other day, and, uh, you know, you're kind of going through, and like, how's Tim, how's Pat, how's Jesse? And I was like, I don't know how old anybody is. Like, I yeah, think Jesse's 40, but I've been calling Jesse 40 for, like, five <laughs> years. And, like, and then I was talking shit, because Paul's, like, the baby of mom and dad's family, or mom's yeah. family. I was like, aren't you and Jesse the same fucking age, dude? <laughs> so, I don't fucking know. So, you're 25. So six years between you and me, right? Uh, what were you? Eighty. I'm thirty-one. No, so what, what year were you born? Well, it doesn't matter. I guess it does matter. Eighty-nine, yeah. Eighty-nine. So you're six years older than me. Yeah, I was gonna do it the other way. Twenty, twenty-five plus how many to thirty-one? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so right there is a fucking perfect analogy of you and I. Uh, you had gone left to solve the equation, and I had gone right, and you and I have had a very interesting relationship. And I've actually had like four separate people tell me that I need to have you on the podcast, but I I'm wasn't like 99% sure I knew that was coming. <laughs> uh, not to brag, but I know I have some wild stat, not, not legendary status, but there is an air of mystery. And I know that when I get on a rant or get in my zone, I can either be the funniest guy in the fucking room and I can be a fucking huge asset or I can just be. Um, an abrasive asshole who brings everything downhill, and I mean that in both ways. Um, I'm actually really excited to be on this podcast because I have only heard a couple of their things, and I was like, you know what? I think with those guys and how they were on the podcast, I think I think I could really bring my flair to this this format. I 100 really, percent uh, absolutely agree with you. Like you, especially with you and me. And uh, for those who are listening, we are looking at an almost empty bottle of Johnny Walker Green Label. So the shenanigans will start shortly, but on a right. slow burn. Yeah, we started started <laughs> drinking while the technology started failing. Um, and I, I think that's a good way to put you. Like you're you're either one or on a scale from one to ten, you're either at one or eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, no in between. And yeah, and and you're one of those those people that it's like. And you know, Pat, you either love him or you hate him. Yeah. There is no in-between. And, like, I get that, too. You know, it's, like, both being sarcastic and, like, moderately abrasive and straightforward. But, like, you take it to a whole, whole it's, new it's level. It's polarizing with me. It's, it's, it's all the way left or it's all the way right. There is no middle ground. There's no wishy-washy. There's no on the fence. Your light switch, dude. On yeah. or off. <laughs> on or off, man. There's no fucking in-between. And I, it's, it's been really difficult, but I, it's... It is awesome that I was talking to fucking someone the other day and I was like, you know, my brother Pat and I, like, there might be a couple of things that we agree on, but it's like, we disagree on fucking everything. Majority of things. Like, yeah. large majority of disagree. For sure. But it, it is still kind of cool. It's like, it doesn't really fucking matter. And it was really cool. I wanted to, there's like two things I wanted to bring up in this podcast. It was really cool to go out the other day for your birthday uh, and like... We sat down, we went and we got lunch and we're talking about this, that, and the other thing and, and, you know, ammo and one of the fucking unemployment things. And I think there was four different situations, but it was like, you're very hard headed and you do research into things. And then I am hard headed and I do research into things. And a lot of the times I get frustrated in our conversations because you'll dig in your heels on a topic that you are educated in for sure. And I take a little bit more time to research things I think and so it's like sometimes we'll lock horns and disagree and then I'll walk away and I'm like I definitely see where he's coming from but also like from a factual point like I know that I was right on that and it was really cool to sit, like go out for your birthday and you were like nah you're wrong and I was like you're wrong 
And I was like, I'm going to fact check it. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm wrong. And then I did it again. And then I did it again. And then I did it again. I was like, fucking Pat is right every fucking time this time. And I, you know, it's all stuff that I thought I fucking knew I was talking about. And it's, it is nice to be wrong. But yeah. like, I felt really happy and proud. I was like, I haven't been more wrong with you, I think, in my entire life. And I was like, this fucking dude is just schooling me. And it's like, it's not bad. I think it's dope. Yeah. But it was it was cool because like you're you're getting you're progressing, you know? Like you've gone from like the 75% to like the 100% and it was like silly shit like the bullets and the guns. And I was like, "Oh, come on. It's not that bad. I'm just going to call this shop and see if they got 38s." Uh, they didn't even answer the fucking phone. And then I called the next place and I was like, "Excuse me, do you have any ammo?" No. And they hung up on me. And then I called the next place, and they, the fucking robot said, if you want bullets, we don't have any. Yeah. Please call again. Fucking four spots to find one place that had 38 specials, which is mm-hmm. not even a unique bullet. And then we get there, and it was like literally a fucking four to six hour wait to get inside of the building. And I was like, everything you've been saying for so many years has finally come to fruition. Yeah. Like, I grew up in California. <laughs> They're taking our guns, man. They're taking our bullets. Here's another step. But every time I go to the gun store, it's like, yeah, I get the gun I want, and I get the bullets I want. And it was like, you were like, no, dude, it's not like that. And I was like, yes, it is, motherfucker. I'll show you. Watch me call this guy. Do you have any bullets? No. And you're just in the back. <laughs> like, fuck. Rubbing my hands well, I'm together. Well, I'm going to call another gun store, dude. We don't have any bullets. Fuck. Pat's right again. I'm going to call another gun store. And then we showed up, and it was the guy Nick I know from the bar. He goes, yeah, I fucking got here at noon. It was 3 o'clock when we showed up. 3 o'clock when we showed up. And you've been in the fucking building. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. You're just knocking him out the park, dude. Smiling all the way to the bank. You're like, yeah, right. That's right, motherfucker. I'm cashing in all my rights. Dude, I got fucking lucky. I really got into the most odd hobby of reloading ammunition three weeks before the COVID cutoff of fucking primers, uh, bullets, powder, casing, shells. Um, and I got really good into that hobby real quick and apparently right at the good time. Um, absolutely. And it, it blows my mind cause I don't know. Uh, I know you and me disagree on gun control or maybe not gun control, but how gun laws and steps, uh, have been added to obtain guns and obtain ammunition, um, through the couple years as we've grown up and I'm a hardcore, Get the government out of it. Own the gun. Be responsible with it. Don't shoot a kid. Don't shoot a duck in the middle of a busy intersection. Don't be an asshole with it. Um, and everybody, like you said, it's like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's just one more step, one more step, one more step. And then 25 more steps later, right. here we have this complete blockage of where you and me as just two different people can no longer get to this basic need. Right. Um, where you add the step of a background check for ammunition doesn't seem like that big of a deal until you realize you have to have a gun registered in your name, which means you have to go through a state, a state entity, a, gov- a federal government entity. Um, it's crazy to me that you cannot have ammunition without having a registered firearm in your name. It's like not being able to buy gas if you don't have a car registered in your name. And if you do have a car registered in your name, the government tells you how much gas you can have on hand um, or how much gas you can buy at one time without paying an extra fee. It's crazy. Um, That's a, a really, really good point that up until two weeks ago, I would have argued to my fucking death. Mm-hmm. And it's 100%. funny because you've been on that side for a really long time, and I've been on the side of, it's not that bad for my whole fucking life. <laughs> and you're like, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> and I just kind of fucking filed you away with those guys. The like, crazy conspiracy. The lobster backs are coming, dude. We need yeah. to fucking <laughs> sharpen up our muskets and fucking learn how to hide in the trees. They're coming for our tea. They're coming. And I was like, oh, fuck off, dude. What? It's not that bad. How bad can it be? And then now it's fucking, I can't buy bullets. Yeah. I cannot buy bullets for the insignificantly non-rare guns that I have. Mm-hmm. And I was fu- like, what do you mean I can't? I want to go, like, shoot fruit, dude. Like, that's why I have guns. I like to shoot fruit. You buy melons, they fucking blow up. I go to the store in December. I don't give a fuck. I want some melons. It's $2 for a melon. It blows exactly. up. I can always get melons. Make it like a fruit salad. I can always get bullets. Except for now, the man's bringing me fucking down, oppressing my rights. And it was, it's funny to, like, the only, like, the easiest way to say it is, like, I feel like a proud father, even though I'm obviously not, because I'm proud to not be a father. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like a proud father where it's like, man, this motherfucker's been tooting this for a long time, and all I did was throw him under the fucking bus. <laughs> My whole life, 
And here you are fucking proving me wrong, dude. It's kind of cool. And it's... It's two-sided because, like... I thought that I was right and, and everything was kind of like, yeah, I, I feel this way and, and it's usually that's how it goes. And then it was like all of a sudden, which is whatever, you know, you and your crew have been saying, like, one day, dude, one day. I'm like, you guys are fucking crazy. Every time I go to the store, I get what I need. One day, dude. One day, there's going to be a sickness where the government's going to take away all our rights and they're not going to have ammunition and the stores are going to right. be out of everything and yeah. the shelves are going to be stripped. They have it at the store. It's like going to the store and like <laughs> not being able to buy bananas. Like, there's always fucking bananas. Yeah. Well, they did it with toilet paper. <laughs> they did it with toilet paper. Uh, what was the next? Cleaning supplies. Supplies. They put a limit on that if they had them. And then it fucking trickles down to ammunition and then nobody's got a problem with it. And then... I'm fucking on on a, on a real base level. I don't really care who knows this. Um, I travel to Nevada half the time. I, I'm usually making bi-monthly trips to Nevada to go buy ammunition. Um, there is the gray area California law where you can sell up to 500 rounds. I'm not going to get into that on podcast. doesn't matter. I just make sure everybody I know that for the last eight months, I've been shuffling on ammunition with the seven guys I know. Sure. that have we been – all of us have known that this day was going to come. We've all known everybody calls us crazy. Right. Um, Me too. Yeah, I've been like shitting Matt, on you for a long time. Like, Matt what do you mean you're, you're reloading people. 38s? I shit on you for like a year ago. Like, what are you fucking talking yeah. about? The 30 cents a bullet. Um, it's all fucking, you're crazy. I had crazy. five. When we went to shoot, I had five 38 rounds. Yeah. I only had this 540 cal in my fucking... My gun my only holds six. I didn't have enough to fill my wheel gun. I was like, ah, I don't even want to shoot these. And I didn't. I, fu- I fucking never felt so dumb in my life. Oh, and, fuck you, Pat. I'll get 38 specials. Yeah, these fucking tin me. hat fucking conspiracy crazy guys fucking Dale Gribbles of the world and then fucking all this shit hits eight months ago and I got a single stage press I'm making a bullet at a time um basic rough numbers are uh I make a fully loaded cartridge 200 an hour is me kicking ass and over the last eight months I've probably done 15,000 separate rounds and separate calibers uh, moved around. I've built up stashes. Me and my guys, me and my friends who are in this... I'm not going to say friends or guys. Like, it's it's a Work, mob. Workplace acquaintance. Yeah. Fucking water cooler, <laughs> water cooler hangouts. You know, the regular guys in, in my circle of Pro 2A and Second Amendment guys. Um, we've all got ammunition. You know, I, I go over to Buddy's house. I'm, like, I'm looking low. I need two magazines. And he's like, well, it's cool. You, you know, you dropped off a thousand bullets here three months ago. And they're still there. You know, grab them up. And... Um, for like panic marketing, it's crazy. I, I know guys that are trying to find ammunition and they're spending $6 for a 5.56 round, which it's is normally crazy. 55 cents is, is, is a higher number right. a year ago. And that stuff's available and you can buy it in a pallet and now they're limiting customers to you know 200 rounds. There's limitations on rounds too? There's a, a lot of places that do limitations on rounds. Um, just because they don't have any probably? Just because they don't have any and they want to make sure yeah. nobody hoards, um, which I actually, I agree with. Um, but I'm also a very laissez-faire economy type of like, hey, if you've got the money and you can buy 40 boxes, I'm all about buying 40 boxes. But I also do agree that space it out so everybody has two boxes of bullets right. instead of out of a group of 100 people, two guys having 50 boxes of bullets each and nobody else having any. It's crazy, man. It's crazy how fast all this shit has fucking changed. And- Overnight, dude. It's scary. Over because and I and speaking of things we disagree on and we lock horns on, um, is this whole COVID thing. Um, here I fucking was coming out the gate, it's fucking bullshit, fucking stupid ass government, it's fucking umbrella corp. Yep. Just fucking don't drink the Kool-Aid, you won't get it, it's fucking fake. <laughs> Next thing you know, you fucking got it and you got the fucking umbrella corp and I'm freaking the fuck out and I don't wanna say anything and I'm not gonna tell you that I was fucking wrong. But motherfucker, if Umbrella Corp doesn't figure out how to fix this shit, I'm going to go blow up that fucking lab because you're my older brother and I'm scared shitless while you got the Umbrella fucking gene and you're not supposed to be on the zombie side. It's supposed to be you and me and Tim and all of us fighting the zombies. This isn't how this was supposed to go. Your horde of bullets. Yeah, I'm like, this, is, this is somebody threw a wrench in my plan of gears on my worst nightmare. But um, And then you have COVID and then I kind of don't dig my heels in. I'm like, okay, it's a real thing. But to what extent it was real, you know, I talked to you and you're like, it was really shitty. Um, it wasn't like life or death. No. But it was just kind of a shittier flu. But it's, uh, yeah, speaking of things, we, we locked horns on and, and I was like, fucking, fucking not real, dude. You can't right. get that. Um, so that's, it's, it's funny that you say that because 
Yeah, rich. Like I'm, I'm a weird dude about germs and shit. And so this COVID thing came out, and they're like, if you touch a doorknob that somebody looked at, you'll get it, and it's gonna kill one percent of America. And I was like, this is worst case scenario, dude. Like, you could put a fucking gun to my head, and it's like, all right, I've lived a pretty good life. Like, I'm not that worried about it. But you start talking about diseases, I get fucking freaked out. Like, I don't like sharing drinks. I don't share food. Yeah. I don't touch stuff that I walked away from and come back to. Like. That shit fucking freaks me out, man. And so they started tooting all this, and it was like everything that I am freaked out about in the world. They're like, it's airborne. It fucking lives on doorknobs for three days. I'm like, this is awful. And then I got it, and I was like, ah, it wasn't good, but like, I got lucky, and it wasn't that bad. And now that we've progressed and we've learned some stuff about it, like, it's a really, really, really high survivability rate. 99% 99% survivability. Uh, more than 1% more. I think it's less than a percentage of a mortality rate, and that's in the groups that it is uh, most likely to affect. The at-risk sure. groups. The, the infants, the toddlers, and the elderly. Right. Um, it's less than a 1% mortality rate, which is, um, as far as diseases go, and I've looked at a subject, is an incredible survival rate. Like, that's... Right. The common cold is about the same, give or take, you know, until it's at every, risk group. Every year. Yeah. And I, I think, like, at first I was all like, let's do it. Let's band together. Everybody fucking hermit up because we all thought we were going to die. And now it's like, well, very few people are dying. And it, you know, it's like everything. Like, it, whatever fucking 200,000 people have kicked a bucket because of it, uh, which isn't negligible, but I don't think it justifies putting everybody out of work and shutting everything down. And so, like, I'm glad I got it. Because if I didn't get it, I'd still be freaking out about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I got it in the beginning, and it kind of helped me, like, dial it back and, and relax a little bit about it. So it's funny, like, you were against it, and I was for it, and then I got it, and then got past it. And I was like, I don't know if what we're doing is actually helping. And then you're like, oh, man, COVID's real. So we almost kind of fucking switched places Completely on that Completely did one. a flip-flop on that. And it's, it's a trip, man. But it's... Uh, you know, our our dynamic has always been interesting and volatile and as i grow older i i try and put more time and effort into understanding like we're just we are different people um and you know part of it is like you're my brother so i always look out for you but that's not everything like just because you are my brother doesn't mean i'm just gonna look out for like like if you are related to me by blood and you're a fucking piece of shit like well i'll put a little bit of effort into this but you know it's not unending. Yeah. But, like, you're my little brother, so there's the you get the 25% buy-in. You know, like, all right, well, I'll give a shit about this guy because I'm sort of obligated to. And, you know, like, fuck, we, we disagree so much. Uh, and pretty violently on a lot of occasions. Yeah, it's not like an agree-to-disagree thing with us. It's no, like it's hardcore, like, draw the line in the sand, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> let's yell at I'm each other. I'm a donkey. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to fucking chase you over the edge of a cliff. Just to prove to you that you're not anywhere near as right as I am, even if you're not wrong. Like, yeah, it is it is a fucking cataclysmic disagreement. I'm really surprised that we haven't physically fought, honestly. Like, I'm really surprised. Uh, I've had murderous thoughts towards you. Yeah, agreed. And 100%. I know that it's mutual. Yeah, uh, I absolutely know it. Because I fucking get, you know, like... You have the ability to piss me off like an ex-girlfriend, and I know that it's vice versa. And I, when you get me all salty balls, I'm like, I know how to fucking, I know this guy his whole life. I know how to fucking twist his gears. I'm gonna fucking stick him right stick in the rib. Right there, twist the fucking knife. Right in the knife. kidney, you bitch. And uh, it's, but it's silly and it's fucking stupid, and and it's like, but on you know on top of the fact that you get the buy-in because we're technically family, like, you are a ferociously funny guy. You are genuinely like hysterically entertaining and you know your your love hate thing that you that is your bind to the world like i've known you my whole life and it's like we get you fucking rolling dog and it's out of control and then you know i was telling you a little story with me and tim fucking bagging on that chick that cut us off on the freeway yeah it's like when one of us in the family goes on a rant it's hilarious if two of us group up it's bananas you're leading the charge. Like, your level of enthusiasm is... Your high is, on a scale from 1 to 10, probably 15. Yeah. I could probably get to 12. Tim could probably get to a 10.5. Yeah. But and I'm full war right out the gate to that 15. And like, I feel bad for other people. Like, when 
two of us group up, like, you know, if you and me fucking start ragging on someone, like, they don't stand a chance. Not at all. Good it, luck, son. It's straight up, it's destruction. It really is. And it's we feed like... off each other, too. Like, you know, we both get the, the high, like, you're you're more extreme for sure. I think it goes you, and then me, and then Tim, in the the extremes category. Definitely. Uh, and it's, it fucking, you know, you go, we go on a rant, and it's magic. Uh, and, and it can be hilarious and, and we do, we'll just feed off of each other and just rip somebody apart or go into this thing of self-deprecating humor and also bringing you down with us and uh, it's it's like the closest thing to fucking meth I've ever experienced like oh this guy's fucking flying I gotta match him and then you're like oh he's flying I gotta match him and then we get into this banana field just where it's like each other up. what the fuck is going on with these dudes and ain't nobody can keep up like it's not it's it's fucking pretty it's, cool, it's man. It's a snowball effect of fucking... And it doesn't start off small like a snowball. It starts off like a fucking avalanche. It starts and off... level one, and it gets bigger from there. Up it to starts off wildly inappropriate, and then it goes from there. <laughs> like, even by myself, I have self-imposed a rule where it's, I will not drink in social media. And then every time I drink, I get on social media, I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's got it coming. And I'm like... And then it goes in my head. I have, like, a mantra. I will not drink in Facebook. I will not drink in Facebook. I will not drink in Facebook. And I'll say it three times. Most of the time, I don't say anything. And I just put the phone down. Sometimes I'm like, nah, this guy's got it coming. We're going to war, Balaki. We're going to war, son. And I fucking shit on somebody for saying your instead of your or whatever the fucking my stupid ass reason is. I almost walked away from this fucking house I'm supposed to move in because a stupid ass bitch realtor lady is just an idiot. And Jennifer today was like, you need to fucking calm down. I was like, but she's dumb. <laughs> she's like, it doesn't matter. You need to chill out. And my my main mood swings are food for me. Yeah. Pre-breakfast and post-breakfast, I'm two different humans. Yeah, 100%. So I try not to talk to anybody before I eat. And this poor fucking lady reached out to me before I ate. Before you had your coffee and fucking poked a goddamn sleeping bear that she didn't know was a bear. She's, She's to get been a, slipping, dude. Trying to, trying to get a commission sale over here, waking She's up at the crack slipping. of fucking dawn. She's already, <laughs> she's already three strikes, you're out for life. And her response was inappropriate in my book. And fucking, I was writing a response to her. Jennifer's like, don't say that. I was like, I already said it. I already texted it to her. She's like, you need to simmer down. I was like, I'll go down in fucking flames. I don't want this house that I've been fighting for for three months. I don't need this shit. I don't want low rent. I don't want to live next to my best friend. You're all going to fucking hell with me. She's like, you need to simmer down. And I'm like, fuck you. You're right. But also fuck you and I need to eat a burrito. So I'm leaving. Speak of the devil. Here she is. (laughs) Hey. I was just talking about how you bring me back down to reality with the Buenos dias. Yeah, so we have snacks and scotch, and there's a podcast starting. And yeah. We're having a good old time. I left one day. She was too late. I was like, I'm just going to leave. Okay. So, that's that's me going to 12. So, like, yeah, I locked him up. He's being a bitch. I, like, it's, I love seeing you pop on people, and then also, like, I just praise that, like, man, I hope this guy simmers down. And I spent a lot of time, like, Really, really hoping that I could get you to dumb it down and peel it back. And, like, you remind me of all of the best and worst parts of when I was younger. Like, there are some very good memories of me being ruthless towards human beings. Uh, and it's there's a couple of good memories, and then there's, like, a giant list of bad memories. Where it's yeah. like, fuck my life, that was not worth it, dude. It's almost never worth it. And there's a couple of times where it's like, ha, I changed that guy's life, and he fucking didn't see that coming. And you're, like, you embody that ruthless aggression. Like, if you have it coming, you have it coming. And I think all of us see that, very few of us, especially in, like, the the soft 2020 world, where it's like, you can't see retard. You can't say this or that. You know, it's not really in our blood. No, there is no soft-spoken, there is no um, PC, there is no non-offensive, um, I don't mean this for anybody who might be listening, it is, there is no non-binary, gender-neutral, there is no, like I said, PC, there is no soft side of me. It's, it's razor blades, vinegar, and salt, 24-7. <laughs> um, and the best I have it, now I can, the best way I can describe it is I have this rancorous, you know, vitriol towards everybody, um... 
so it's equal and fair. But yeah, there's no PC. There's no uh, coddling. There's no cotton candy lifestyle. Um, it is full bore. You're going to get it from me nonstop, no matter what, no matter who you are, uh, what you identify as or whatever. But yeah, I'm going to go full bore um, to the point of making somebody cry. Be that for better many, or worse. Many people. Yeah, many I have made, cry. yeah, let it go many on people. record that I have made many, <laughs> many people cry. Um, I have ex- made Expert at getting cry. myself set up to where I have been punched in the mouth, uh, deserving it more times than not. Um, but yeah, I don't know. When you, when I don't know, I'm as the roller coaster person I am, I understand that there's going to be ups and downs. Um, but that's that, that, I don't know, that's, that's the, that's the, the, the spaceship that I, I am as a person. Um, so I, I've come to full terms with that. And I try I, to dial it down as I get older. As you get older, which is nice. And I remember being a kid and having to face the wrath of Tim and Jesse. Jesse is, by my calculations, 75 years older than me. Mm-hmm. And Tim is 20 years older than me, which is wildly inaccurate. Uh, and then having to face the wrath of those fucking goons. And then everything that was delivered upon me, which was excessive and harsh. I was like, you know, as a kid, not knowing what's going on, I was like, I'm taking all this shit and I'm going to double it. And I'm fucking throwing it on Pat. Right down. Dude, we were fucking brutal on you. And they yeah. were brutal on... I remember sleeping and then my bedroom door flying open... And it was literally like, surprise, cockfag. And then they were throwing darts at me. <laughs> like, not fake darts, real darts. Real darts. I blocked a dart in my forearm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, these guys aren't fucking around. Dink. And I blocked one like a Jedi Knight. And I looked and I was like, there's a fucking dart stuck in my muscle. <laughs> and then it was dink, dink. Straight up like Ace Ventura, like both of my thighs. Now there's a dart stuck in me. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Tee tee. And they ran away. So I took all that and I fucking doubled it and I took it out on you. And the fucked up part is, so did Tim and so did Jesse. It just it was that snowball effect of like we're just gonna fuck with them harder and harder and harder. When it got to you, dude, it was like, fuck, man, three on one is brutal, and we were all taking our rage out against you, yes. and then you just straight up turn into one of them fucking clown inflatable clowns, dude. You could dink him in the mouth, and he goes down, he comes right back up. <laughs> and the best, I love fucking telling the story. It's you were. I think it was put online at one point, but you were at the skate park and someone had called me about it. And then I remember seeing a video of it, but it, you were at the fucking X park. That was, yeah, the, that was uh, the first fight I'd ever been recorded um, at X park. I remember who I fought. That was Brendan Watson. Go on. I wasn't um, going to drop names. Not important. This is, I'm cool with all these people now. Is, it's hilarious, but go on. My yes. point of the story was you got in a scrap with somebody or a verbal altercation of some sort that turned physical and... They fucking, you know, gave you the old one-two buck on my shoe, and you went down, and you just fucking got ripe, like, bam, bam, bam. You went down on concrete, and then immediately shot back up like you hit a fucking springboard. And your fucking eyes swollen shut, and your fucking lips bleeding, and you're like, oh, yeah? Well, you're still a bitch. <laughs> like, you straight up just got beat up, immediately got back up, and then we're talking shit in the dude's face. And the reaction was like, I don't know what to do with this guy. Like, it's like fighting somebody on basalt. It's like, there's no winning. I just beat you up, and you're talking (laughs) shit in my face. And the dude was like, oh, I quit. I don't know what to do. Like, what are they going to do? You're like, if you're going to fucking fight Pat Hurley, you better kill him. Yeah, 100%. And then I remember living in my studio apartment and then talking to you. You've been in a couple of scraps. And you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to hit anybody, whatever the reason was, and, and my memory is biased and, and shitty, but you're like, I, you know, like, they swung on me and I took a couple of hits and I don't know what to do. It's like, why you hit anybody back? And you're like, I don't know, I never thought about it. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean you never thought about it? You're like, I don't want to hurt anybody. I'm like, if they're going to fucking swing on you, you better swing back. And then we kind of did like a little, you know. Yeah, you like, and Kelvin, I remember you taught me in the fucking parking lot, kind of kind of how to throw a punch and basic, yeah. you know, just the basics of, of fighting. I'm not a, a, a Muay Thaiologist, but it was like, I know a little bit about combat, mostly from the Renaissance Fair. And we were going through that. And then I remember like me being shirtless and you being shirtless. And we're in the parking lot and we're like kind of going through the, the little bit that I know. And my landlord rolled through and he's like 90 fucking five years old and he's like what's going on my boys and i'm like 19 i was like i'm just teaching my little brother how to fight and he's like okay sonny boy (laughs) it's just like i don't know what the fuck that guy thought about me but he didn't kick me out and then i remember after that you immediately turned into breakfast early yeah 
Like, oh yeah, somebody went to old Dink Pat, and then he just fucking did the old clown shoe, hit his head on the pavement, immediately stood back up, and then dink, 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 and then people just start going unconscious. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, had a lot of rage in me, um, like you said, with uh, you, Jesse, Tim, like, you know, you got fucking a cousin and two older brothers piling down on you. Hardcore, um, hardcore, like pole punches. Not, not even like lightweight beatings, like fucking prank wars, nope. flip flop. Like you said, darts, BB guns. Um, as I'm, much violence as I could muster, I put onto you, and it's not okay. But it is what happened. I try and be real about that. Yeah, no, I mean it. it it's a hundred percent. I have rage from a bunch of other people. Um, it became like you know outward rage was the way I dealt with it and dispensed it. Um, sure. Yeah, and I became a hardcore brawler for a, a huge portion of my I guess not younger really? life, but my my school, my academia life from middle school on to high school. Um, yeah, just a hardcore brawler. Um, hardcore to the fact where I don't know. I don't think I won many fights, but I know I walked away. Better looking than the other guy on probably 90, 99% of any fight I've been in. I've walked I walked away that. better than the other guy. That's a, a perfect analogy of yourself. You're like, it wasn't about winning. It was about making the other guy not feel good. Yeah, 100%. It's like, <laughs> I, I might, I'm probably going to get my ass kicked. Nobody wins in a fight, man. No, like, best no, case scenario is, best case scenario is you either else. bleed less or you lose less teeth. Um, you just take man. less damage. And it's like you said, it's not really a winner. No, it's all fucking shenanigans and, and, and poppycock, but... So, we're, this is the other thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, we were driving today and, you know, fucking phone goes off. And you're like, who the fuck is Conquest? And I have a bunch of goofy names for everyone in my phone book. Very few people have a proper name. So there's Conquest, there's War, there's, you know, B, there's, you know, Cubby with the big old balls. A uh, bunch of fucking different, it's all things that trigger things in my mind. Because if yeah. I just put in John, I don't know who the fuck John is. Exactly. You gotta, put a story. You gotta put like a story behind the name. My phone's the same, pretty much the sure. same thing. And then in my phone, you are Diablo Lord of Terror. Notice that. Notice so, that. <laughs> and if I had internet, I would look it up right now. And this is the one thing I wanted to do was to look up the actual quote of that. But I didn't and I can't. So I'll just paraphrase. There is a scene in the first Diablo where you click on one of the scripture books and, and Cain reads you like a cool description. And there's a, a segment where Cain talks about Diablo is the youngest of the three primevals, which is basic knowledge in the Diablo universe. Youngest of the three primevals, there's Tim, there's me, and there's you. Youngest of the three primevals. Already that hits a, a square with me. Uh, and then there's a, a segment where he talks about how Diablo is the Lord of Terror, and the reason he is the most dangerous is because as a Lord of Terror, he has no fear. So having no fear, his, like, goals and his path to anything is not inhibited by fear. At he all. Is, he is the Lord of Terror, so he has no fear. So that makes him more dangerous than the Lord of Hatred or the Lord of Destruction, because he has no inhibitions. And I remember, like, reading that one day or hearing, you know, Kane spit that verse, and I was like, that's fucking Pat. One, he's the youngest of the three. And two, you ain't fucking scared of shit, dog. There are zero, zero things on this planet that will slow you pump the brakes. There's a couple things where I'm like, ah, I don't know about that. I might get kicked out of my house. I turned into a fucking bitch, and I bent the knee. I was like, okay, listen up, sweetheart. Thank you for doing what you do, even though you suck at what you do, and you piss me right off, and I fucking hate you, and I got a lot to say, but I was like, I'll bend the knee. You told that chick to fuck right off. You don't give a shit. Fuck that house. Fuck having a better place to live. Fuck doing what you want to do. She needs to be shit on. And it's that's the magic of you, and also a huge detriment to you, but like, I've slowly grown out of that, but I it remains part of me. You're fucking... That is you, Doug. You will not bend the knee. You will not back up. You do not anything. You just do you. It's either happening. You're either you're a fucking spear. You're going yeah. forward. Yeah. 100%. You're either gonna get out of the way, or I'm gonna fucking run you you're through. Gonna mow down. 100%. And there's there is like a beauty to that, and also a huge amount of detriment. And I mm-hmm. mostly am growing out of grown out of that. And you just do not. And it's. What's what makes you you you, dude? So I, that's why I've got you on my phone is fucking Diablo the Lord of Terror, and I spelled the whole fucking thing out. It's not yeah, just Diablo. That. No, it's, it's Diablo the Lord, Lord of, Terror. of Terror. Every time you text me, Diablo Lord of Terror says 
I saw it, dude. I got some green label. That motherfucker ain't scared of shit, dude. No, not at all. Um, that's fucking awesome. I was curious about the the name and that, and that is awesome and one hundred percent fitting. There's a, a couple of people on my phone that have worthy stories, but I don't, you know, you don't talk about it. Uh, Tim and Kelvin and I, three of the four horsemen of death. So I'm death. Tim is conquest. Kelvin is war. But you drinking it truly? Okay. Do you, Doug? Guilty as shit. Yes. It's all good. Do you? Um, that was one of the things that I, I wanted to bring up with that, with that and whatever the fuck I said earlier. I'm drinking a bunch of scotch. But mm. this this podcast is kind of based on me sitting down with people that are interesting in my life versus people that I agree with. And like I said, I've been, I've been you've been really good about it, but... I, myself, and then also Tim are really bad about expressing emotion and expressing emotion. I'll just double down on that. Like, we're fucking yeah. horrible at it. You've never been bad about it, and then you've been good about it, and I've been so bad about it that it makes me uncomfortable. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, there's no reason for it. It's it's silly, and I've, I've always been jealous of the fact that you're good at it, and it's a good motivation for me to get better at it. I still fucking suck at it. You know, Fair enough. Trying, um, trying to get better. And it's it's always nice when like, like, hey man, let's get together for your birthday. And I'm like, I have a thousand words I want to say to this guy. And then what I say is, you want to go shooting? <laughs> and you're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. I don't have to say anything because he gets it. And then it's always nice when you take it to the next level and you know you say you're appreciative and say that you're grateful. And I'm like, cool. I'm glad that if I was able to express myself better, I would. But I can't, and I know that it's a flaw. And it's nice to know that you know that's a flaw of mine. Yeah. Uh, and I wish I was a better person, but I'm not. And you push me to be a better person in that department, for sure. Right on. Um, I appreciate that. And um, it is a double-edged sword of mine. Um, I'm actually the opposite. Um, I guess this is going to be kind of a, a, a motif throughout this entire podcast, if you're saying one thing than me saying the opposite and wishing the same thing because <laughs> my whole life I've been hard on a sleeve you I don't have a poker face um I've been trying still working on it still don't have it that's why I'm good at blackjack uh if anyone wants to hang out and go blackjacking with me listen to this podcast let me know <laughs> poker's out you're gonna lose all your money um but I've always looked up to to Tim as being very tactful like he's not good at expressing his emotions um but he is good at not hiding them but kind of stowing them away and then you're fucking gargoyle extraordinaire <laughs> uh, fucking uh, I'm gonna bust out a story that I don't know I'm just a real person and I want to talk about real life shit is yeah. uh, when I went to jail when I was 18 um, I'm with my black and white fucking stripes looking like the Monopoly man not cross and go <laughs> got fucking my curly ass hair I remember I got two combs the first day I went into jail and they said unbreakable on them and I ran them through my curly hair one time and I broke all the teeth off every comb and I'm like fuck I can't even comb my fucking hair so now it looks like I got a bass nest on my head and fucking, <laughs> fucking, I'm chilling on a Saturday and it's like, hey, wake up, you got a visitor. I'm like, fuck, oh, fuck, I hope it's my mom. She's going to fucking cry, call me an idiot and she's right, dumbass. Or it's going to be dad just fucking staring me down. He's not going to pick the phone up, he's going to look at me. That's going to make me feel like shit. And it's you and you're like, yo, what's up, dog? I'm like, I don't know, kind of shitty. Like I start tearing up, I'm like, okay, don't be a bitch. Nobody can see you, but I don't know how long I'm going to be in here. Fucking toughen up. Like, yo, dog. Put 20 bucks on your books. Shit looks like it sucks in there. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> pretty much does. I don't want to be here. Right on. Um, well, like I said, 20 bucks on your books. Uh, guess visiting time's over. Keep it up. Fucking right on, gangster. You put your fist on the glass. And I'm like, all right, fucking, yeah, right on. Thanks for the money on my books. I'm going to go get a fucking Top Ramen when I get back. I don't, I don't know how it works, but right on. We didn't have a huge conversation about it. I don't know. You're like, it looks like it sucks in them. Like, it does. Let me yeah. tell you. It for sure sucks. You looked like you were not having fun. I straight up was not having a good time. Um, but Which it makes was, sense. It's jail. Yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> super shitty. One of the reasons I didn't drink coffee for years after that is I got wired. I learned about instant coffee in jail. You can eat it, snort it, fucking just pack it in your fucking lip like chewing tobacco and it instant coffee. So it's just instant caffeine crystals. I just like, you know. Got wired That's on that disgusting. shit, and I hated it. Oh, it's fucking disgusting. They ruined That's coffee disgusting. for years. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was it was just, that was just a, an example of one time when you were super stoic, 
And I thought you had this shit figured out. I'm like, man, fuck, he must have visited hell of people in jail. Fucking, I don't know. I don't know how to fucking do this shit. my first time in, actually. Oh, uh, fucking A. I, I, I had no context, but I don't know. It was, it was this cool thing where you seemed to have it cool, calm, under collection. You didn't bust my ass. You didn't want to call me a dumb ass. You're just, like, checking in. I'm like, hey, you're alive. You know, you haven't pissed anybody off. Like, you, sure. you know, your eye's not black, so I presume you haven't done the you thing yet. <laughs> Looks like it sucks in there, but don't make it worse on yourself. Good Who's job. Who's pocket are you holding? Yeah. Um, County. As is a a funny thing, because, like, you know, to hear to the other side of, of you know, my experience in, in one thing. It's like, dude's in jail. Jail's never fucking fun. And then I remember, like, going through, I didn't have a lot of money at the time, but I remember going through, and they were like, Top Ramen, $5. I'm like, $5? She has like 11 cents at the store. What the fuck are you bloodsuckers doing? I was like, you guys are eating fucking freeze-dried burgers and so used nasty. kale and ramen. I was like, fucking 10 bucks would probably be a lot. I remember looking at the thing, I'm like, this cost me money to put money on the thing, and then it takes some money to take money out of the thing. I was like, I gotta get this guy at least two burgers. And the... Fucking burgers, $10 for a nondescript fucking frozen yeah. patty. They probably just put in the sun for a couple hours. <laughs> they ain't cooking that shit. Well, like, you're a fucking jail, bitch. And then, too, I remember when you got out. I do. Oh, my God. I remember. You up, and you're like, uh, I'm at 7-Eleven. I was like, what's 7-Eleven? You're like, I don't know, but they're kicking me out. I got to go. I was like, uh, okay. Click. <laughs> And then it's like, you know, you go out towards the jail, and there's a 7-Eleven, and it was like you and some other fucking random... Some dude who got released with me. Um, I remember I got released at, like, 11 o'clock at night. They said, go out through that door. There's a payphone on your right. And I was like, cool. Uh, How do I pay for that? They're like, well, any money you didn't use uh, goes on a little debit card for you. Here you go. Just so you know. We're going to take 20%, and then whatever's left. Yeah, so they said, okay, you're getting released at 11 o'clock. Just so you know, the payphone only takes cash. We're not giving you cash. Just so you know, the payphone stopped working an hour ago. Just so you know, it's 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday. Nobody's going to be open. Have fun. Go out those doors to your right. Have a great day. So I'm like, shit. So I go out those doors, and some dude who I fucking saw one time in jail is like, yo, what's up, dog? You want to walk with me four miles the other side of Fairfield? I'm like, no. You want to walk for two hours? I'm like, he's like, yeah, we'll go to my baby mama's house over on Alaska. You don't know me. Let's go. And I'm like, all right. Fuck. I got, I got nothing. All right. You I'm, I'm freeze to death? I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck a buddy up with this dude. He kind of knows what's yeah. going on. I don't fucking know. Yeah. So we're just trying to fucking find some place to get a hold of you, and you're the only person's number I could remember besides mom's, and I wasn't going to have mom pick me up. I would have froze to death before that happened. Yeah. So I called mom, and I'm like, mom, get a hold of Matt. Where are you? I don't fucking know. <laughs> then I remember your number, and then I'm like, yo, I'm getting Look up out. every 7-Eleven <laughs> in Solano <laughs> County, and tell him to meet me there. Hey, help him brother out. I'll be, out. I'll be the guy getting kicked out. It looks like he just got released from jail. <laughs> you look like Sideshow Bob in jail. When you got yeah. kicked out of jail, it wasn't any better. Um, and for the fucking, for some pepper to this story, just to fucking put some icing on your cake of the kick assness, I'm like, yo, you want to pick me up after midnight, after I'm released from jail with some guy who I was in jail with, and then not question me about it, and then get me Taco Bell afterwards? Really? Because I didn't have that plan. That's super awesome. I appreciate the fuck out of you. That's cool. I didn't want to walk home from Fairfield. I don't even remember the Taco Bell. Um, yeah, I remember we fucking, we picked dude up. I'm like, hey, fucking Masoli's here. Kind of walk with me, like, fucking six miles. Can you Masoli? My celly, or like whatever. I was oh, like, my celly. He walked with me like fucking two <laughs> hours. I'm like, I, I feel bad about like. Vice, yeah, I'm like, celly. I feel bad about like you picking me up. Like, can you give me a ride? I, I got know. a plus one. I picked yeah, you up from jail. Like, I got a plus, yeah, one, a plus one, one jail. So like, my All boy. right, we'll go drop him <laughs> off. And then I'm like, yo, I'm hungry. Like, can we get some fucking food? And you're like, yeah, dude, whatever. Like, let's get some Taco Bell. And we got Taco Bell and went home. But uh, yeah, that was, I was fucking crazy. I'm at a 7 Eleven. I'm getting kicked out. And you're 20 so minutes funny. away. I could be anywhere by the time you get here. So funny, man. Cracks me up. It's, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot to it, but it's, you know, like I said, our, our lives are different and our paths are different. And, but it's, I've, I'm glad that you're in my life. And, and I'm, especially as time goes on and like, we're all fucking dumb. Everyone, every human is dumb. Agreed. Especially our bloodline. Like, no one in our family learns anything unless it's the hard way. 100%. So we 
a raw iron that requires an excessive, an excessive amount of tempering to not be a giant piece of shit. And all we can do is make bad decisions and get shit on and then slowly make better choices. And Tim's path has been different than my path, which has been different than your path. And we, you know... But like I said, Tim, Tim and I's path has been closer to each other than your path. Yeah. Um, I remember growing up, uh, you and Tim were kind of close in age. I remember you guys were like, you were in middle school, he was in high school. That I hated was the that separation. guy for a long time, just so you know. I, oh, I, I know. Um, Let me just cut in real quick. You and I have locked horns on a lot of occasions. And you have frustrated me, and can frustrate me, so much. I have never actually tried to kill you. I actually have tried to kill Tim twice. For reals. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. The piggy bank? Was it another one? Nope. Piggy bank's not even one. What are you talking about the piggy bank? I want to hear that. I, oh, who was it the fuck through the piggy bank? Was it you who got your teeth busted when you were a kid when someone threw a metal piggy bank? No, I threw that. That was me. I threw that at Tim's face. Oh, okay. That's before I have memory. Okay. I do not remember this. I got so mad at Tim that I threw a piggy bank at his face and I broke his teeth. Okay, that was Tim who got his teeth broken then. All right. I, so I've me, only heard that story. Before and... I have memory, <laughs> I was trying to seriously injure and maim my older brother. I don't remember that to this day. Damn. It okay. happened. His teeth broke. I succeeded. This is, <laughs> I must have been four. My memory kind of starts at about five or six. Okay. Um, I mean, that's probably about give or take the same That for happened me. because mom was there and because Tim's teeth broke. <laughs> it's hard to, that's a hard event to forget. Yeah. But I don't remember it. Okay. So he's been pissing me off for a long fucking time. <laughs> My clearest memory is going to school. I was probably in middle school. Uh, and I don't remember the exact year or date. My clearest memory of attempted assassination was we were doing better as a family. So we were able to stop by 7-Eleven before school. And I had got a... A hot cocoa. Yeah. And, you know, Ma got a fucking, I don't know, Virginia Slim. <laughs> Virginia Slim and a Diet Pepsi. Diet, ultralight, Quintipio, long roll, thin splice, whatever the fucking diet cigarettes she was smoking. And I, I was already fucking boiling, and we went in, and I got this hot cocoa. And I remember thinking, because I, I had gotten hot cocoa from 7-Eleven before. It's the hottest thing I've ever touched in my life. Definitely, it's, I think it's still molten lava to this day. I'll it comes out at 211 degrees because water boils at 212. That's what my, when I was 14 or ish, yeah, middle school-ish, and he fucking got me so boiled and we were walking back to the car from 7-Eleven, which is like four steps. Yeah. And he pissed me off so bad and I had this cup of what was in my mind, molten lava. <laughs> And my mind went, if I pour this on him, his skin will boil and he will never forget this. And I fucking squeezed and swung and I covered him in that fucking hot cocoa. Just like, I don't know, 150. I mean, in my mind, I was like, it's 700 degrees. He's going to boil his He's skin He's going to get yeah. blisters. His face will be fucking, he's beautiful. His face is going to be ruined. I'm going to end him as a human. I covered him in hot cocoa and he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> But I was trying to kill him. My and my, I had full intention of him not being alive anymore. I was trying to boil his skin off his bones. Yeah, I had murder in my heart when I squeezed that hot cocoa in him. <laughs> Fortunately, the hot cocoa was about seventy-five degrees colder than I had anticipated. <laughs> and when you spray it, it loses fucking heat immediately. Another twenty degrees. Yeah. But I, I for reals actually tried to kill him. That's one of two times. Fair enough. That I was attempting to seriously maim or murder him and I failed. I've hurt you and I've tried to hurt you and succeeded and failed, but I've never actually tried to kill you. There was never murder in my heart when I attacked you. Fair enough. Whether or not that means anything is almost irrelevant, but for but me, I get, like, I, get I tried to kill Tim from. twice. I'll yeah. talk about one. The other one we can just... Fair enough. Next song. But I've never tried to kill you. But I have been very angry at you multiple times for what it's worth i have also been furious at you i fucking uh, hope so because if this is one-sided i'm a giant piece of shit and if i've never pissed you off i'm disappointed in my damn self son oh dude i because i poked and prodded 
Dude, I still remember, this is a fucking, I've, I've gotten over it now, but for the longest time as a kid, this one fucking destroyed me, because I didn't understand. Because mm. to me, I was at it all out, I'm like, I don't know what to do, I'm going to give up everything on my life to try and make it cool with my brother, I don't know why you hate me so much. Remember no I reason. slipped a note under your door, and I'm like, yo, I'll give you my coolest fucking Gundam, can we please hang out, I know you're with one of your friends. <laughs> And I know you remember this because I've heard you talk about it, but it was like this fucking super handwritten note. I was like, I'm sorry for being a shitty little brother. I would just really like to hang out with you guys, and I'll give you my coolest toy. It's the one that I love and cherish. And something under your door, and I remember I like gave you the Gundam, and you're like, no! Ah, oh, this sucks. Uh, but I don't know. That was when I was a young kid, but I don't know. There, there have been definitely times I hated That was the one that stuck with me. Um, I didn't get it for the longest time, and then I realized, I don't know, as I grew older, I like we point out earlier of like the 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 snowball effect of shit rolling downhill in our family. Um, be that far more on the bad side of things. It is what it is. But realizing the trickle down effect, that was one thing. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Um, Listen, man, we have disagreed in long horns on many occasions, but. I am more than happy that you exist and are in my life and I'm more than happy that we disagree and I want you to know that I'm a person but I'm also massively flawed right on Um, and I'm not I will never ask for forgiveness of all the shenanigans that I've put upon you just as long as you know that like I'm a person and I don't know what I'm fucking doing just trying to get by in this world I'm in the same boat, dog. I'm trying to learn as I go along, but, like, I'm just a dude making mistakes like everybody else. I'm definitely not... I am so far from perfect, and we are on such different aspects of this world and this planet. Like, I never want you to think that I know what I'm doing, because I don't... I don't. I just wake up, I'm like, whoa, I'm alive. What am I doing? (laughs) And the only advantage I have over you is like five years. That's my only advantage. I've been alive a little bit more than you. I don't know what I'm fucking doing, man. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. And I try to learn from other people, but I don't. I'm like, oh, Tim did this. Dad did that. Ma did this. I'm going to do it, but I can do it better. (laughs) No, you fucking stupid idiot. That's a bad decision. Don't fucking do that. But I have to fuck it up myself. And I, I try, but I fail very frequently. I'm just a dude, man. Getting by. And I've made a lot of bad decisions in my life. And you have been a lot of bad decisions toward my life. But I, I appreciate you. Cheers, I man. You. Um, I really am glad that you're here and I'm glad that you're part of my life. Because... It means the world to hear you say that, and I'm fucking glad to have you in my life, um, and I want you to know the same thing. I don't know if I'm only a man um, trying to get better every day. Uh, when I was younger, I always thought you had it figured out. I thought Tim had it figured out. We don't. The older I get, the more I realize nobody's got this shit figured out. We're Good. all just trying to figure it out current tense. Like, we don't have any... We might have a little bit more leg up on the competition of life, maybe more or less some days, but we're all just trying to figure out in the in the current like you know as life's rolling at us and i'm the same way we're only human um full forgiveness is forever wished probably never granted just as, as to every human as, as a whole and i don't want I that don't want i want progress to myself as a human being and as a man getting better every day or if not getting better then getting a little less shitty every day for me in the way that i not grew up but the way i put myself together or the way i thought i put my i should put myself together as a as a uh, younger as a young adult as a young child um but i am in the same boat as you just trying to figure it out trying to be better every day um and forgiving myself i find for a lot of the shit i've done is a huge step in getting other people's forgiveness but also learning from it like you said of Cool, trying man. to get this shit figured out um i don't have anything figured out none of us do man um i got i got shit do. all figured out besides i know brick walls <laughs> with your head hurt really bad uh <laughs> still doing it a little bit trying to do it not at all but we'll get back to you when i got that one figured out um but yeah we're all just trying to figure it out in the present term 
Dude, nobody um, knows what the fuck they're doing. That's the one thing I've learned is nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. And if you are smarter than I am, you can learn from other people's mistakes. Sometimes I can do that. Most of the time I cannot. But the for me, in the last couple of years, I feel every year I get twice as smart or twice as wise. And that I, f- I feel like that started at 18, but really it started at like 25 or 26. And there is like a little bit of science backing that up. Like your prefrontal cortex doesn't fully develop till 25. Uh, and I, you know, I go back and forth. Like, is it science or is it actually me figuring shit out? I just feel like I have made so many bad decisions in life and reaped the terrible consequences despite all of the warnings that were given to me, um, I have to just fuck shit up Mm -hmm. and bury my face in the sand and then go, I don't want to do that anymore. 100%. And Um, I I see a lot of myself in you, and it's, it's stupid shit. Like, the last time we went out, and I was like, man, I'm so fucking happy to just consistently be wrong with the whole day with you. Like, that was tight for me, man. That honestly, like, it meant a lot, and it was really cool to just con- all fucking day. I didn't say anything that was right that day. I was like, this motherfucker's never right. His fucking hair is crazy. His fucking bandana is this and that. This guy's just fucking on planet conservative over here, taking our guns or taking our bullets. This fucking guy, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I was wrong all fucking weekend, dog. We went all the way to Funtown, shut up on a dry lake bed, and you were just fucking right the whole time. That was tight. That was really, really, for me, that was a big eye-opening experience, and it was the last straw that I needed to have you on, on the show. Like, I wanted to have you on the show. I've had a lot of people ask me to have you on the show, but I was too scared. Fair enough. Um, it's funny you say that. Um... And I don't know. I'm never one to mince words. Um, I don't really care to. Life to me, I don't know, like the heart on my sleeve thing is life is too short. Um, you can back me up on this. I don't know. Growing up, there was a lot of death in the family. I have been to more funerals in my life. Still to this day, I've been to probably three times as many funerals as I've been to weddings. Um, life right. is too fucking short to not tell people how you feel, dude. I love the fuck out of you. And I thought about it when you started doing this podcast. I was like, man, that's fucking cool. Dude, him and Tim, like, they're not even the ones who are really good at, like, not public speaking, but, like, I don't know, if we, if we were going to go back 300 years and give each of the brothers a fucking specific task, mm-hmm. I'd be a fucking bard. I know it, 100%. I'd yep. be a storyteller with a fucking little yeah. fucking loot and a goddamn scroll, $2 <laughs> to his fucking name, banging fucking some loose-ass town chicks, wandering through singing tales of fucking epic dragon slaying with two silver dollars to his pocket and a bronze dagger. Like, whatever, fuck it, send it. Um... <clears throat> And when you started doing this, I was like, dude, that's fucking cool. He's doing a podcast. Like, man, that'd be kind of cool um, for me to be on that. And then I was like, man, I'm fucking, I know I'm a fucking, like, you know, 12 out of 10. It'd be hard to, like, not corral me on a show. But, like, I guess it'd be hard to, it'd be hard. I know it'd be hard for me to not, not go balls to the wall, but to do it in a way that is the better of the two ways I get instead of just being some abrasive sure. dick who's just mean talking shit or blabbering hate like I'm like I'm some fucking Klansman on a fucking iPhone of like <laughs> talking good points about hey maybe the government is is overstepping their bounds right. and maybe some of this shit is too crazy um but yeah I don't know I'm glad I could be here I think this is really cool um I really like your podcast I like the idea of it I and I'm glad you fucking started it um but Thank yeah you, I was hella I wasn't jealous but I was hella proud of you guys I was like dude man Tim Fucking start an Instagram page. I'm like, these two dinosaurs are getting out of the fucking Stone Age. They do do dope shit. I'm like, dude, you guys fucking do like twin turbo fucking sidecar Mm -hmm. motorcycle Batman cafe racers with NOS with the rattle can and a fucking crescent wrench. Dude, the shit you and Tim do is tight. I know we're all mechanically inclined and we do our shit, but um, your fucking podcast is tight, dude. I really like it. Um, I'm glad to be on it. I really appreciate that. You know, and... I know that your and Tim's relationship is different than mine and yours relationship and I have no control over your and you and Tim. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm not interested in mending that or working on that or 
getting in between. As as I grow and progress, what I want is to make meaningful connections with people that I give a shit about. And I will, you know, I'll throw my, I always throw in my two cents. When, you know, you talk about Tim or Tim talks about you, I always put in my two cents, you know? Yeah. Guys are different guys. And you and I are different guys. You guys want to get a 